Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. And today we will be talking about how to overcome sin in our marriage. Um, this will be a last uh, podcast on overcoming sin. And uh, I've asked my wife, Victoria, to be here because uh, I wanted to talk about this with her together because um, there's, there's, there's a Hollywood way or the world way and there's a God's way. And I want our marriages and whoever's going to be listening to this to understand that you can have the best marriage. You just need to do a few things in order to get there. So overcoming sin in our marriage. Now, Hollywood always and has been showing us this one picture, only one picture called happily ever after. And they got married and lived happily ever after. That's that's kind of the the thing uh, in every movie. Uh, that's how movie ends, and they finally there was two lovers, and then those two lovers finally, you know, now they separated, and they went and went found the perfect one, and now they live happily ever after. It's in every movie, it's in every cartoon, and it, it to quite fr- frankly, I am sick of it. It makes me puke because uh, because that's not how real life is. Real life is full of struggles. Real life is full of uh, you know ups and downs, but but this real life can be the best life, best life, and that's what God wants us. Um, that's how God wants us to live in our ma- marriage. So how does the healing looks like? in uh, or overcoming sin in our in our marriage um let me just start with this people are so mad when it comes to sin or even calling anybody a sinner i mean it's it's in every community don't you can tell me all you want don't call me a sinner and yet we are all sinners you're just as, as much of a sinner as i am a sinner uh, and we need to understand that we are all fallen people. There is good and bad in us. Uh, we are all sinners. And Bible says this very, very clearly in 1 John 1, 18. It says this, if we claim, if we even, maybe I, I might say, if we even think about it, like if we claim to, ha- to have no sin, we are only fooling ourselves mm-hmm. and not living in the truth. So if we just say, well, I'm a good person, I'm, I'm a good this, we're all good. We're all, that doesn't have anything to do with your future, with your marriage. You can be the best person there is and still have the worst marriage. You can be the greatest person, you can be the greatest entrepreneur and have a hell of a marriage. I'm just going to say it the way it is. And have a hell in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And what in hell do you want in your marriage? I don't want anything out of that hell. We've struggled a lot. We did. I've struggled in my my life a lot, but we found the way to overcome together. Mm-hmm. Not oh, I'm going to overcome one day. No, no, no. To overcome together. I think struggles is what um, kind of brought us closer together. Struggles and then communication with um, communicating about our struggle or just coming forth and actually having a conversation about the struggle. So I think um, marriages need that struggle because if everything is going right, if everything is going peachy, um, I know in our relationship, in our life, in our marriage, um, when, when we thought that is when we had no communication between each other and we were just living in two separate worlds 
Uh, I just made sure my world was okay and happy and didn't want any confrontation. And so we just kind of started to drift apart um, and didn't want to deal with what would bring us closer. And once we, I think we were walking on the beach and we, <laughs> we were just going back and forth. And I said, you know what? I really like arguing with you. And you looked at me like, what are you talking about? It's because I finally felt safe enough to have a disagreement with you uh, and being just heard and then working on a solution for that. If we don't have communication, if we assume that things are good, yes, then we're only just drifting apart because we just assume that, oh, she's doing good, I'm doing good, I'm working on my thing, but yeah. God designed us, we are one. Yet we're a whole person, but we are one together. Mm -hmm. You see, I, I believe that a lot of people are more afraid of judgment of another person and sometimes judgment from God just because your twisted beliefs are in God instead of dealing with what we have. We believe, oh my gosh, what she's going to say, what she would, what he's going to do, is she's going to leave me, she's going to divorce me. And byproduct of that fear is we never get to the point of communication and we never share our struggle, our intimate struggle, every, every single thing, not just some things that truly going to kill me. Hey, baby, I cheated on you. You know what I'm saying? No, no, because that's, that's when we tend to commute. Okay, I, I have to communicate or, or my marriage is going to fall apart. No, 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 no. It already fell, fell apart when you stopped communicating. Yes. Now, we believed a lie. The personal freedom is without a struggle. The, you know, oh, if I, you know, I, I, God has to free me and there's going to be no struggle. Mm -hmm. That's it. I'm going to, and, and here's the thing. In order for America, in, in, in a beautiful country as America, in order for America to have freedom, it always have to work on that freedom. It always have to work on a peace treaties. It always have to, you see every president goes, talks to another president and they always work on that because if something's out of line, okay, we're threatened with the war. So I believe that same thing in marriage, we always have to work on it. It's not just, it's like preventative maintenance. You know, you don't drive your car until a day it finally dies and you're like, well, I just drove it until it died. You never did the spark plugs, the wires, the oil, not nothing. You just drove your car to death and that's exactly what we do in our marriage. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I wanted to bring you example. An example that I've seen that we lived through, mm -hmm. we've used this <laughs> tactics, mm -hmm. and I just recently seen it in, in, in other couples, and God just kind of show, showed me this revelation. You see, when somebody comes, and especially in marriage, it, with struggle, and if somebody says, well, baby, I am, you know, I'm struggling with sin. Let's say, uh, let's say it could be drugs, it can be porn, it can be alcohol. We, when, first of all, we're scared of that talk, mm -hmm. but when we come and, and finally confess that we're struggling, the other person say, how could you? Yeah. Am I not beautiful enough? How, why are you doing this? Am I, and, and we, instead of understanding somebody's pain, someone else's pain, and say, hey baby, all right, can, 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 I, can I work with you? Can I help you overcome this alcohol, drugs, porn, whatever that is? Can I help you? Can I stand beside you? Can I st stand with you? We right away bring shame, bring fear, and, and it's, it's a power move. I'm going to divorce you if you don't do it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and that leads to if, 
let's say an example, you told me something you are struggling with and I go back to, uh, if you don't change, like these are going to be further consequences in our marriage. Um, you know, I'm not, we're not going to share the same bed anymore. You're going to live downstairs. I'm going to live upstairs or, uh, I'm just going to up and leave. So, and then you go ahead and you change and you work on yourself because, you know, fear kicks in. Um, then the next time there's that issue or the next time that person falls, it puts an expectation on me or the person, uh, to upkeep that. So I need to be consistent in threatening you and keeping, you know, up with that. And that makes me your savior. And we were never meant, I was never meant to be God in our marriage. And you were not meant to be God in our marriage. We serve the God and we work together. So instead of me trying to be um, responsible for keeping you on the straight and narrow, uh, that's too much weight on a person. And so in our marriage, I came to a point where I was praying and God just simply asked me, who is God in your, in your world? Is it your husband? And at one point, everything did rest on you. You know, if you messed up or if you were leading the correct way, it was like Yuri got it instead of God got it. And we are here to work together. So when you use shame, fear, uh, all those tactics, you're going to have to do it again, yeah. just as you said it, again and again and again. And here's the thing, next time it might not work. Because I've seen this in marriages that, that when she or he threatens, okay, I'm done, we get to this point, okay, I'm done, I'm, I'm, I'm over it, I'm done. Yeah. That's it, baby, I'm never going to do this again. And I'm like, I'm healed. And yet that healing comes from the place of shame, fear, not place of unity in God. And see, in James chapter 5, verse 16, it says, Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Man, it starts here. Mm -hmm. You're my best friend. You are the friend. Man, th that's how we started. The friend that, that, that is going to be with me for the rest of my life. Not my best friend. Mm -hmm. Not my, my other guy friend or, or girlfriend. You're my best friend. Man, if we start right here confessing each other's sins and working together and, and, and really walking hand in hand and saying, okay, how can we do this? How can we, how can I help you? Mm -hmm. What can I do to help you? That's called serving. That's what Jesus did. Jesus came to serve each other. And if we start serving one another in marriage, mm -hmm. it says, so you may be healed. The healing will take place. Let me end with this. We need to understand, we need to confess those sins in marriage first here and then we need to agree upon hey baby you know what I'm gonna even go talk to somebody because when you talk to somebody that's not ready to hear that then he or she's gonna look at your marriage as a broken marriage for forever almost oh you always have this you have you have to have not a person who can hear you gossip about your wife don't do this please please don't, don't don't do this but you need to agree upon even saying hey i'm gonna go talk to that person you okay with that mm -hmm. or or you're gonna go hey i'm gonna go to, to that to, to that person or, or even better yet find a couple that you too can go and confess sins to and and confess hey we're struggling with something this is what we just did we went to a marriage retreat it's like a preve preventative maintenance nothing wrong with our with our life we disagree about our kids a little bit here and there i mean perfect i love you to death you love me 
But yet we went there to see. My overseer, Pastor Derek Fry said this, Yuri, if you have something in the back of your hair and if it's a piece of poop stuck to the back back of your head, you don't have eyes there. You have to have somebody else to see it and point it out. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly, first confess your sins to one another. Find maybe a couple that you can both talk to, not individually, that's even better. So you can understand each other's pain and then somebody with accountability of somebody else, you can, you can be healed in that area. And, and, and as I close, when you listen, don't listen to respond because how many times, as soon as you say something, I just want to respond to you and say, well, let me just tell you what I think. Uh, don't listen to respond. Don't listen to correct immediately. Don't listen to ignore because you're feeling the pain. Listen to the pain of that other person, which is your best friend. Listen to hers or his pain that's screaming on the inside. Hey, I'm going through struggle. Can you help me with it? And together you can live as best friends who support each other, helps one another, prays, prays for one another and loves one another until the end. Baby, you need, you wanted to say something? <laughs> no, um, I think that, you know, we all fall into that care um, category of um, we listen and then right away. I mean, that's that's me. I listen and I'm like, ooh, I have an answer. You know, I want to tell you about it. Or um, yeah, just if only out of this whole thing, you get that to listen to actually hear and not listen to do, because we tend to listen and then have an agenda or something that we're going towards something but if we just listen to really hear um especially in a marriage any relationship really even between kids uh they want to be heard you know they want you to understand what they're going through they don't always want just an answer and uh we don't always want just an answer we want to be heard yes so with that thank you for watching this podcast share with somebody that maybe need this maybe going through it and, and until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make His face shine on you, be gracious to you, turn His face towards you, and give you His mighty peace.